Y'all even yo yo the young kids don't even know about that little intro of this shit. Yeah, never mind, bro. I had to take it old school on y'all, yo. Just look up Lenny Williams, bro. Y'all know who it is. Anyways, uh, I sound fucking seventy four. Let me remove that shit from my life. Any, anyways, <laughs> we are back again with an impromptu episode of No Cool Down, man. We had a lot of stuff during the week, but we here, man. Had to get one in before the weekend. Uh, went easy. My 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 good gentleman, my leash. How are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing pretty well. Just like do, running around like a chicken without a head. But you know, we oh, we me. move, we move. Literally, bro. Now move aimlessly, possibly sometimes. Cool. But, Absolutely. You know, it's there. It's there. It's there. <laughs> but you know, we're we're doing our damn thing. It's it's been a very long week, man. I'm I'm kind of tired. I can't even lie. But there's too much news to be just settled down, settled down in one place. You know, what I'm saying on the floor, defeated and whatnot. So we got to make it happen. We got to make it happen. So yeah, uh, a lot of stuff going on this week. Actually, more stuff than I expected. So uh, there's a lot more like fun, smaller stories than I've seen. Uh, but yeah, man, there's, there's, there's some stuff to be had, some conversations to be had, and we here to talk about it damn well. So you ready to go? Absolutely. All right, man. Let's 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 warm up. Let's get the legs warm. Let's get the legs warm. Uh, so first and foremost, I uh, got a couple stories here. The first one is uh pretty interesting surrounding phase clan now as phase clan becomes an officially traded public company in the first half of this year the company announced a new slate of executives as part of their board of directors and it included stephanie mcmahon from wwe so i was like this is kind of a twofold thing i was like when is somebody gonna get stone cold stunted and like the, on the second <laughs> half of like yo how big is phase getting i didn't even know they're doing their ipo this year like i didn't know i didn't i didn't know they were like dropping like into into public stocks yeah it's very interesting because like wwe in and of itself is like an entertainment giant now that in that started off as something small so them investing in in east and things like esports or just phase clan in general it's really good to see because it kind of like reminds them like we're not we haven't forgotten our roots because wrestling when it first started out wasn't something that i want to say was it took a while for it to grow to the, the size that it did I will be honest. I don't think they're wait no no wait. I th- I think it's just her as a person. I don't think this has anything to do with WWE. I thought it was funny that she was there. No no. That's what. But what I'm saying is like as somebody who is like, hey, I am a part of the wrestling family. Like I oh, see the yeah, vision yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Oh, that's no. what I'm saying. It's oh, not, not not like wrong. the. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. You're not wrong there. Okay, I see. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. No, like I fully that, agree. That's kind of cool. And then they've been leaning heavy into like the. I, I, they wouldn't. They didn't shut it down at this point. The up, up, down, down stuff with what's the name, Austin Creed and stuff. Like they're still kind of doing it on different formats where people move companies and whatnot. But they didn't shut it down. You know what I'm saying? They were shutting down people's Twitch streams. You know, a lot of wrestlers yeah. Twitch streams and shit like that. But they didn't shut that down. So I feel like if it garners enough like uh, positive success, positive success without stepping on too many toes, it's cool for them. But they, I know they, st- they've been starting to see the value, right? No wonder they would spend so much on you know on. 2K22 in the games and whatnot, but uh, yeah. I thought it was just hilarious that she was part of the board directors. I was like, what the fuck? Like, no, aren't you supposed to be running from Hunter Hearst Helms in your house, bro? He got a sledgehammer on you, bro. What's going down, fam? But uh, that's 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 only half the story. I'm just like, yo, bro, like, games and gaming companies are actually going to get ridiculously huge in the next few years, bro. Like, I, I don't think we peep how fast this is hitting us. Like, 10 years ago, People, we was like, I was, I was watching a Phase Clan video. I was watching the compilations of motherfuckers and Corey on MW Two hit like collaterals and whatnot. Listening to what's the name that one song from Nightcrawler or whatever or Drive. I can't remember. <laughs> what, I can't. I think it was. I think it was called Nightcrawler. 
I don't know, but um, or Night Call. That was that's what it's called. Night yeah. Call, yeah, da, na, na. yeah, I know what you're talking that's about. That's a good ass song, by the way. I don't care. Oh, phenomenal! I listened to it this morning. <laughs> but yeah, uh, <laughs> but like literally ten years ago it was that, and now we're here. Where it's like, yo, they're an IPO. They're bringing in half a million. Do- I was about to say not half a million, half a billion dollars a year. Excuse me. Uh, actually, no, wait, no, no, I lied. It was like fifty something million dollars a year. I could be, I could be wrong, but it was like fifty something mil. Uh, let me double check the numbers. But yeah, they're bringing in like millions every year. Their, their revenue is only increasing from time, like you know what I'm saying, from time over time. 53 million in 2021. Thank you very much. But yeah, they're growing as a brand and as an organization and everything else in it. Like they're getting so connected with the media. And it's gonna be a matter, only a matter of time before we realize, yo, like all these orgs are gonna start popping up in the sense that, mm-hmm. yo, they're they're real formidable brands in the space. Like we've already made the argument, we already know that gaming will probably be the biggest entertainment medium in like probably 10, 15 years time, like by a by a good margin at that point yeah and now yeah. i feel like that this is like a big it's another marker of progress because you can see it at all levels man like from from this side i see like okay you're gonna see these you know the 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 oldest kind of like the the grandfather companies that we know the optics the phases the people that are like you know they've been here around the longest in terms of the gaming industry they're gonna oh, make no. their way forward as a brand to kind of push that path out and after that you're gonna see so many different orgs and so many different celebrities break into those orgs whether it be esports or general life and brands you see how Xset is rolling you see how um face clan is rolling of course uh i give another example you can give out like um on the uk side like there's a smaller one they just started pog five you know what i'm saying with king with king and wolfie like you can see all yeah. these different facets and lanes of organizations popping up and it's only gonna get bigger as people literally try to hop in and you know get a part of that and forge their own little like you know their 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 cultural imprint as a brand and it's it's gonna get crazy man it's gonna get crazy you see we're, we're seeing it like live in color and i don't think anybody i don't think people are really peeping how like fast this is moving like i feel like people on the on the outside who, who are either in the process or have been like you know older statesmen i guess of the game industry and like this era of like you know internet taking off have seen it but it's gonna get really big really fast and we're gonna be like yo what the fuck we're, we're they're like face people at the oscars like they, they produce yeah. on some shit like yo what the fuck happened you know what I mean? So yeah. it's it's gonna get really, really, really uh exponentially huge. That's what I'll say. Exponential growth is coming for that. One thousand percent. It's it's just showing how how many people in, in powerful positions are seeing what gaming is becoming. Honestly. For real. I just need them to cut me a check. That'd be nice. No, one thousand percent. A check would always a check would always be nice. Yeah, yeah listen. I wouldn't turn it down. Come on now. You know what I'm saying? Who <laughs> I, listen, this early, this early the DMs are open. You know what I'm saying? Facts. My DMs open. Boy, trust me. You better cash in on this talent now. You better give me that Supermax now while I'm young. Don't don't make me don't make me catch my stride and start shopping teams like these football players, bro. Listen, I'm going to get my dog. Y'all going to be sick. Y'all the gonna price is going up. Y'all going to be sick. The price of the brick going up, man. All right. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next story. Uh, I'm I'm fairly sure we actually got an update on this earlier, and we talked about this on another episode of No Cooldown. But uh, we got an official word this week from uh, Sefton Hill and Rocksteady that Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League will be delayed until spring of 2023. I- I'm fairly sure we really did talk about this though. So, I mean, honestly, what do we, I mean? I didn't think too much of it when I saw it like p- pop up this week. I kind of saw. I mean, I kind of saw it coming. Like that game looks insane, but we also like didn't see like raw gameplay gameplay like we saw gameplay but it wasn't like hey i'm i have a controller in my hand and let me show you how the game works type thing honestly if they want to push that john all the way back to the next to the next holiday season i'm good with that too 
Um, I think what we talked about last time, I don't know if we talked about this. I think we might have talked about Gotham Knights. That might have been because that's something yes. that definitely got delayed. That uh, might have been yeah, what it was. You're right. You, I feel like you're right. Um, but like they needed to just take their time, man. Ain't nobody trying to play bad games. Nobody's trying to waste money on bad games. So like if, if you're going to tell me you're going to delay it, go for it. There's so many games I haven't beaten yet. I got I got so much time. I don't need I don't need this game in my life. Uncomplete. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I feel that. It's like, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say, like, it just sucks because it's like some games that like will release in a bad state, and it's like, yo, I just spent sixty dollars on a bad game. It feels like you made an investment instead of buying the game. Like, I'm not, I'm not trying to trade stocks here. I, I came for sixty dollars worth of content, and now I got a bad game that I gotta wait for you to fix. Hope, hopefully, hopefully for you to fix. We'll see. But I really want to see the. I want to see this game, like, be good. I want to see it progress well. I want to. I want this game to be a solid game because it looks phenomenal and it can honestly be one of the best games to come out like one of the best co-op games it's a co-op game where you literally flying around doing crazy stuff in a city like that's nuts that's dope hey listen that's a fact and you know me you already know how i rock with this man like no pun intended with rocksteady but literally i put (laughs) this at one of my most anticipated games of this year sadly it will not come out this year but i don't care as long as you literally just take your time and just make this game as good as it possibly can because I know this game can be freaking fantastic. Mm-hmm. I'm all good. I'm all good. The, the the groundwork is honestly there for y'all to make a a literally like a, a a a groundbreaking game in terms of impact, man. Like if you see the quality behind it, people are gonna flock to it, man. Especially if it's co op, you know it's gonna have a really you know a, a fruitful life cycle in a sense. So. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure they're going to pack it with post launch content, the little co-op challenges, or, you know what I'm saying, like challenge rooms or whatnot, new game pluses and all, all that stuff like that. I have full faith in y'all. Just take your time. That's literally all I need. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not even mad that this slate is slightly impacted because honestly, I needed some more room this year. It's already too many yeah. games I'm behind on. I'm going to keep it a big step yeah. with you. It's already too much shit I'm, I'm like three steps back on. I'm, I'm, <laughs> you don't even want to know, bruh. Like, I still got to finish 20 year in Sifu. I still got a 20 year yeah. Sifu. I beat the game, but I got to go back and, uh, you know what I'm saying? Not, I'm about to say knock some shit for real, for real. But now I'm missing Tunic. Uh, I'm not playing Elder Ring until somebody buys it for me. So that's kind of out the rotation for me. I've already made my stance on that. Uh, what's it called? What's, it, what's the name? What else dropped this one? Um, well, 2K22, I have not played yet at all. Yeah. Uh, there, there's just there's, there's too much. There's too much in the slate. It's only going to get worse. So I'm not mad. As long as you come yeah. out and you're, be your best self. Be your best self yeah. and come on through next year. And we're going to welcome you like, you like you never even left. Like you were never even had a delay. So you're good. Yeah, I got like, I haven't beat Elden Ring. I haven't beat Sifu. I, Kirby comes out tomorrow. Oh, yeah, I have, Kirby. Yeah, like there's so much. I didn't even, I wanted to play Dying Light, but that's on the back burner Dying for a while. Because I can't even, Damn. like Dying Light 2 came out. Tunic is out, and I want to play that. There's so many games. It's just we just don't got enough time for it anymore. So if you if you want to delay your game, please, bro, take your time off. It's like when they hire. It's like when they when they schedule too many people at work. Like we have too many heads in the kitchen right now. Some of y'all gotta go home. We need to go home. Like, huh? Oh, hey, listen, (laughs) listen, y'all be easy though, for real. Yeah, exactly. Like exactly. Take your time. I'm uh, I'm gonna do what I can, but you know what I'm saying. Like y'all be great. Y'all just be great. Uh, I'll I'll be over there. That's facts, man. That's facts. All right, on to the next one. So uh, based on all the official reports and uh, the actual announcement, uh, the D-O-double-G 
will be in Call of Duty. And when I hate you for writing this joke, I really do. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, that's amazing. So he will be uh, released in Call of Duty Mobile first on April 1st and then later on on Warzone and Vanguard on April 19th. So, I mean, are, are, will you be doing hot drizzles with Snoop or is it not enough for you to play Call of Duty? Again, I hate you for making that joke. <laughs> hey, I, I had to. I was like, I, I wasn't, I couldn't even control myself. My hands just did it on its own. Um, I think snooping in Call of Duty is sick. Uh, he wasn't called, he was an announcer in uh, yeah, he was Black a Ops, wasn't he? Yeah, he was or in Black Ops 2. But... I'm I'm excited for it, but I don't think I'm gonna like. If anything, I'll download Call of Duty Mobile before I download regular Call of Duty because it's just the size is just too big. It's a hundred, like it's almost like three hundred gigabytes. I can't. For, I love Snoop, but I don't not not enough to like install an entire new hard drive for one game. You know, um, mm-hmm. I think it's interesting that like this happened right before he signed to Phase Clan. Bro, um, I'm telling I, you. I, it's I like, don't know what the pull is here, but like that's kind of insane. Like that's it's it's crazy. It's like yo, he signed to phase. Now he's in the game. It's it's nuts. It's nuts, bro. It, it's kind of wild, honestly, when you think about how quick this turns out, bro. He is again. He is a habitual bag getter. He just goes to where the bag is at this point in life. And I'm like, this is this is actually funny because today I was just I, I just somehow randomly stumbled back upon like the Source ninety five awards. Or the 95 Source Awards. Uh, and like how he was just like, yo, we know East Coast don't rock with us. Let it be known then. And like how he was just like, I don't know, just like he turned, he, uh, he went from like, like that, like just the defending the land to being a straight bag getter, bro. I'm like, yo, listen, he know how to how to make it through, bro. He just know how to make it through. They're going crazy. But yeah, um, I'm not playing this shit. Uh, Snoop, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Uh in the in the in the war zizzle, whatever whatever the fuck you want to call it. In the war zizzle. <laughs> when I hate you so much, I'm moving on for this topic. <laughs> Damn it. That's amazing. Damn it. That's amazing. Uh, anyways, on the last story of the warm-up. So as we approach the official release of Sonic the Hedgehog 2 coming in theaters, Xbox has seemed to come in and collab with the Sega Cornerstone series. Now, the major point of this collaboration comes in the form of furry controllers colored red and blue for Knuckles and Sonic, respectively. So, uh, like, this is an interesting, you know, way to collaborate on on stuff. I have so many questions. I have, I have honestly so many questions. But when, when your thoughts, please. I honestly... It's so funny. Like, I, I kind of, it's so funny, but I don't think I'll ever buy that because that just, it looks disgusting. Um, I ho- I'm i sure it works functionally life. well, but like, I, I just can't imagine, like, imagine if your like, hands are dirty or like, sometimes if you're playing a game and you're getting real sweaty, like your hands get sweaty. I can only imagine what, like, how sweaty your hands are going to get when you're, when you're holding on to like a slipper, basically. It's Oh, the static? What if, it, like, what? I don't even know. Like, there's just so many negative, there's so many reasons why you shouldn't do that. And they just said, we're not going to listen to any of those. There's a lot of, there's a lot of variables to this motherfucker. All right. There's, there's a lot of different pitfalls potentially. Now, now the whole thing is like, again, the Xbox and the two controls. The Xbox kind of looks cool with the golden ring and then uh, the Sonic and, I'm about to say the Sonic and uh, Knuckles on each side. Actually, it's pretty decent. For Sonic fans, I'm pretty sure y'all would like that. You know what I'm saying? This is the sweepstakes and whatnot. But the furry controllers, let's, let's break this down. You know how many dusty niggas don't even clean their hands, let alone their controllers, on a daily basis in life? So you want to tell me you have a furry controller that literally clings to all the particles and nastiness that they've had 
You know what I'm saying? They all on it like this. And then they put it down, set it up, put it back down. You know what I mean? And then you got to touch everything else with the, you got to vacuum controllers. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just for the sake of it, bro. I, I Logistically, maybe this is not the best move, but for the sake of the promo, for the sake of the promo, it, it's, it's, it's cool. It's cool. It, look, it looks great. It looks great. But me personally, I'm not getting a a a, a fucking Dorito dust. I'm about to say Dorito dust sucker, bro. Just attached all on this. Yeah. Can you imagine like the ten year olds that like eat hella snacks and whatnot, like pretzels and all that, and then put the hand on the controller, play a full body, pressing all their fingers into it, and then putting it down. That joint go look like an abomination, bro. That oh. You're gonna need a limp. You're gonna need a limp brush for your controller. Like that's an insane thing. That's it's so crazy. I can see it now. There's gonna be some old ass grandmamas and whatnot that put that washer and that put that control in the washer and dryer and shit. Like, it was oh dirty. It was dirty. Like what you mean? <laughs> Why would they make it furry if you can't wash it? And it's like Facts. dude, that's not a bad that's not that's not it's not crazy for you to say that. <laughs> it's, 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 it's not, not crazy, crazy for you to say that. <laughs> it's not crazy. <laughs> I love it. TikTok right now. I'm loving this shit. Oh my goodness. All right, that is it for the warm-up. We are we are we're good, we're nice and Ah, stressed out or whatnot. Let's get into some of the main stories from this week. Uh, hey, hey, I'm liking this right here. So, a uh, Fortnite apparently dropped the fort for a week, and people have been going crazy. They've been losing their damn minds. So, you know, this past week, Fortnite has officially disabled building, and it's been met with a lot of great reception. You know what I'm saying? From a lot of new people, from from the casuals, and especially the old heads. You know what I'm saying? We've been coming out the woodworks, and I do say we, because I have not touched this game for how many years now? We're coming out the woodworks, and you know what I'm saying? We're, we're enjoying it. And uh, according to the files in the game, no build mode will stick around. Actually, once building even comes back in you know the, the coming seasons or updates that are you know yet to approach. So, no build mode? We good? Yeah, I actually was literally playing this before we started this, like the the podcast. It is, it's so much fun and it is super, super accessible. Like, it's just like the concept of it. The thing about Fortnite is it is so, it's really, really, it's really a well-made game uh, at the end of the day. But the thing that really scares a lot of people away is the simple fact that like, I don't want to build. Like, I don't want to put all that work into like doing cranking 90s. And it's because the the, the community and it's not not their fault. It's not the fault of the community for wanting to be good at the game that they kind of increase the 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 skill floor because everybody started to build. Everybody knows how to build. Everybody knows how to edit um, turbo. Once turbo building came out, like things just went wild. And you can't be I can't be mad at the Fortnite community for wanting to be good at the game that they play. Um, but it's also like I'm I just didn't want to get into that. I didn't want to learn how to do the crank the 90s, do the edits, all that. Like, I'm I'm good. I'm off that. So like seeing the no build mode which is something that a lot of people have been asking for for a while now um drop it and showing how many people because there's so many people who are playing fortnite right now that literally never touched it never picked it up who are like you know what uh i did like those naruto skins that they dropped or whatever or i did like the the cool dances that they have maybe i'm gonna try it out i'm gonna try it out i'm I'm gonna see what's good it's it's cool like i i'm playing it now i know a lot of people have downloaded but everybody says the same thing is like you know, once building comes back, I'm just going to delete it. So hopefully, hopefully they learn because this is a, I think I think once they see the numbers and how it got boosted, I would love to see the analytics on that. I would love mm-hmm. to see how many people, how many more people are playing Fortnite right now. Yeah, that'd be an interesting take. I know, I know for me personally, uh, I have not been able to touch yet. It has been downloaded, though. It's downloaded, it's sitting there and it's waiting, which is as much as I can say for Fortnite as I have in the past, like two to four <laughs> years, honestly. 
Like I can I can go back in my Snapchat memories and look at the last time I played Fortnite like consistently, which is at least yeah. at least a few years ago. But yeah. for me, I, I feel like I know I again I have a vivid, possibly vivid memory, or it's like a deja vu type situation where I was on the podcast. We were here and we were talking about, yo, listen, if Fortnite comes out with a no build mode, I'm gonna download that right now. Like for real. And yeah. by damn it, they did it. Shit. I mean, what we gonna say? And I'm like, listen, all the quality of life. You know, changes that they made, the swimming, the vaulting, you know what I'm saying? The the the, the little cars. Yeah, the cars, yeah, cars, vehicles, you know what I'm saying, the new looks to all the heel. I didn't even know that they made like, you know what I'm saying, like I haven't been that, that up to date where I'm seeing, okay, you know, like the little like ch- the ch- like the little chug potions and stuff like that. Yeah. You actually drink out them joints and it's not like super mechanical anymore. Like this actual yeah. animation of the water falling out, like the or the liquid. I'm like, bro. Yeah. One, I'm old as hell because I remember when it was it wasn't even that. You were just straight square innovation. You know, say so you took took that, that was it. Uh yeah. one. And two, once all that's there without the building, I feel like it's 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 a lot less stressful for me. Yeah. Because of the look at the game, the field again, the there's so many options for traversability and whatnot. Doing all that without the building, without the need for, for motherfuckers to put up HDTV high rise buildings immediately when they hear one shot that's great that's just yeah. and i i'm just loving all the <laughs> all the people was like oh man all that building can't say you now all y'all motherfuckers ain't got no aim and they're just terrorizing lobbies so that brings yeah. me kind of a joy to my heart a little bit because i was like bro at some point i just lost the building aspect i i, I got mm-hmm. lost behind the curve and i was like bro i just, I just don't care anymore bro people people are building again people are building monuments as soon as i even get like half a clip off so you know, yeah. I, I was I was gone. But in terms of Fortnite, no building. I hope it's here to stay. I hope it's here to stay. You know what I'm saying? I I would absolutely uh keep it in my rotation. And I again I'm yeah. gonna try I'm gonna try it, but I can already tell it's all like good from what I've seen people say. I seen y'all on it. I seen you, Charles, hell if you on it, so I already know like okay, there's something about about this joint. So I would love, love, love for this to be a permanent fixture in Fortnite. So I can you know what being a part of rotation, it's not a bad thing, bro. If I can get yeah. my mind off Apex and just mess around in Fortnite, I'm not, I'm not mad. I'm not mad at it. Because one thing that we always had an issue with, um, at least for me, is that Apex is such a it's, a, it's a fun game, but Apex can get super stressful. The thing, the difference between Fortnite and Apex is that in Apex, you're just, you're trying to get into fights. You're trying to do X, Y, Z. But in Fortnite, you can genuinely have good times, but just like driving around or just, oh, look, there's like an, there's a camp of NPCs over there. Let's go yeah. shoot them. Let's go do X, Y, Z. Like there's a lot of extra shit in the mm-hmm. game you can do to just to have fun and on top of that you can have up to four people you can have up to actually you can have up to 16 player lobbies and play like 50 v 50 modes Mm -hmm. um like you can you can have bigger lobbies and that was one of the biggest things about apex is that if if it's three of y'all that's it like y'all that it's closed down y'all can even when we had control like you couldn't you couldn't squad up with more than like three people because like they they wouldn't let you which is dumb which is super dumb because it's like we wanted a game mode where you have you have such a big community yeah, you won't let like the people who have a lot of player, a lot of friends on Apex get together and play games. But that's something that Fortnite allows you to do. Is like y'all can get together, y'all can get in a voice chat, and y'all can like you can just have fun with your friends. And that's yep. I I hope that we keep no build mode because honestly, I just don't see why they would take it out. It just seems it seems like a good idea, even if it's just a mode, you know. Yep. And not to mention custom lobbies um yeah, yeah they have is, custom lobbies which is something that isn't as widespread in other uh you know what i'm saying battle royale games i don't want to point the finger but uh apex is on the other side of this 
Uh, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to. I don't want to. Like me? Yeah, I don't want to. I don't have custom lobbies. I don't. I don't want to cast blame on nobody. But like again, just the level of accessibility for people to create and create different moments. So that is also a big thing. So if this mode stays and people are rocking with it, and it's back in the rotation for a lot of different old heads and casuals who are just coming back and don't want to get fussed with the building stuff, Fortnite could really be back in the groove, man. Like not that it ever was out of a groove, but for a lot of people. Especially some like maybe the old people and people who were who weren't addicted to the series like that, uh, in terms of like getting with the building, it, it could be good. It could be a good move. So yeah. I'm I'm seeing good things in Fortnite's future. I'm seeing good things, man. They dropped a movie. They dropping no build mode. They got the rock in this joint, rock bottom and cats. Hey, listen, it's not it's not that bad. It's not that bad. It's not. It's not. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm I can't wait to. I hopefully they they make the right decision. I. 100% I, I hope they do and I'm full agreement with you. Fortnite, let's hope you turn the corner. All right. Let's 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 get it. Let's get it pushing to the next story. Now, this is a little bit of a smaller one, but yeah, of course, uh although the upcoming title from Luminous and Square Enix has been delayed, we did get some new looks on some Forspoken gameplay and specifically some of the combat that we're going to get into later this year. Now, it, I'm I'm glad that they did drop an update like this and we can get into the general sense of kind of the content I guess drips in the trail uh, over over a cycle of, of of promotion or whatnot, but it looked pretty flashy. It looked fluid. You know what I'm saying? It, I I, I kind of liked it though. And you know? so, but what what were you thinking about it when you saw the gameplay? Um, I'm, honestly, I thought it was it was a lot. Like I was watching and I was like, this is very like bright, but it does that thing where like it's bright and then it darkens the screen because it's so mm-hmm. bright, and it was hard to kind of follow if it makes any sense like i i don't know if it was my monitor i mm. might have to like just tweak some settings or something but it seemed really really fun and it seemed like it gave you a lot of options on how to do things um i didn't know this that the team that made final fantasy 15 made this game mm. uh, it kind of explains certain things yeah. of like the movement and the combat um the combat in 15 wasn't necessarily the best but it also wasn't the worst yeah. um i think they learned from it however so I'm excited to see it, but I'm a little bit more cautious than I was before. And that's just because, like, although it's very flashy and it looks really cool, I don't know how much I guess I can take of, like, that much flash. Like, some there were times where, like, they were, like, doing mm. combos and I didn't even know what was going on in the screen because I was like, this is a lot kind of thing. Yeah. But it does look phenomenal. It does look fun. So I definitely, it's still on my radar, 1,000%. Mm-hmm. now this i'm I'm on the other side of the camp well whereas i'm a little less cautious now of seeing where it's at in terms of the combat side like for me this is like priority number one honestly on the list of things that they have to cover it's like that the the fullness and richness of the world and then story that's probably my top three that's probably my top three and, and gameplay again for me is a big big sticking point especially when it comes to games like this that are like open world like you're running with a, with a bunch of different enemy types what will they give you in terms of the tools that you can you know use to you know get your job done you know trying to feed all these enemies and they make it look cool as hell bro i'm not gonna lie like there's a lot of again a, a lot of varied options you can get into um some of the lighting effects were weird but that's not what, what i'm focused on right now um <laughs> just in general like i'm liking how it moves especially just again just base movement getting from side to side maneuvering and stuff like that dodging it feels it, it looks and feels very very fluid and for me that's 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 bread and butter man i love that type of stuff i, I love very very you know again free-flowing gameplay uh you know what i'm saying I'm, I'm, a, I'm a kingdom hearts head you know what i'm saying i like that where you can jump from jump from enemy to enemy you know what i'm saying 
be real, like lie on your feet, glide through the air. I, I like that type of gameplay. Again, I like some of the flash. I'm hoping, uh, again, some of it doesn't have to, you know, completely throw the screen lighting and stuff out of whack. Maybe there's options to fix that. Or it just, yeah. it just might be showing off the full, you know, the full color range or whatnot of these. It could know. also even have just been my monitor. Like, I think yeah. that, like, that's what it could have been where I was just like, mm. and, I, and it's, again, like, that's the only negative I have about the game is that it might be a little too bright, but that's yeah. way better than the the other things i've said about games you know mm-hmm. yeah no, no 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 i'm with you i'm with you i'm with you bro and there was at one point in the trailer i'm trying to uh come back and find it like you were battling a boss i'm like for me that like final uh, square enix i feel like for the most part they know how to do boss battles like pretty right they make them feel epic as hell and mm-hmm. you know w- w- from what i'm seeing here it looks pretty dope and how you just maneuver around like these bosses and stuff and like it, it just the, the 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 visual just the look of it of how you're how you're like you know getting gliding through all this stuff like she made this whole little fire like this fire dome that's trapping this lady in here and stuff like that like yeah it, it looks pretty cool and i think it, you know it, it might play up to that standard but now it's just polishing making sure you know what i'm saying all these all these effects and, and parts of gameplay all flow together for one and two the just the spacing in the world across you know what i'm saying for you to get from place to place it's, it's filled with enemies or it's filled with something that you can access that's still yeah. and, and will always be my chief concern with this game do we have enough to fill up that world so it's not just you know a a, a, a brawling simulator with just skating in between it from location to location is there things that make us stop is there things that you know is there more enemies just kind of trotting along the way what can you fill up across this magical land you know what i'm saying what can you fill up across athia to make this, you know, a full experience that you get lost in. That's that's that yeah. will always be number one. But that and gameplay. But you know what I'm saying? I feel like those kind of coincide though, because like, okay, you know, you got you got gameplay, you want to get into it, but you got nothing to, you know, nothing to punch right now because you're doing like five minutes of skating. So yeah, you know, it, it, it all it all depends. It all depends. But uh Forspoken, where we're still looking out for you, you know what I'm saying? Still set to release October of this year. I believe what, 14th or the 27th? I'm not sure, but uh October of 2022, we're still looking out for you. All right, let's 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 slide down to another topic. Uh, yeah, uh, this might be up your alley, dog. Uh, we can talk about this a little yeah. bit. So this past week, we got some news on the competitive landscape of Overwatch League, and it's gonna need some healing after losing some major brands like Coca-Cola, Kellogg's, and State Farm from their sponsorship docket. So this happened after some rounds of sexual assault and harassment uh, lawsuits were filed last year. Now, the companies that were previously involved with Overwatch League have been quiet on whether or not they will return, and with the fifth season approaching slowly, they have yet to find a single sponsor. So Blizzard might be in a little bit of a pinch, man. When? Let's talk about it. I like it sucks because i remember the first season of overwatch i remember i was working as a bartender and we had i had espn up on the tv and i remember sitting there watching watching the finale like the finals and like one of my like two of my coworkers who worked at the movie theater were like walking up and like wa- like they were like sweeping but they would stop to see like what they're like what round is this and i'm like um this is this is the first round they're like all right cool 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 and then like our man it got to a point where our manager would be like yo y'all got- stop stopping like he's like yo i'm gonna make you guys turn the channel if you don't stop like all right, my bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> it was such a movement like and so many people even even people who showed up to the bar it's like this one dude was there with his girlfriend like this super strong dude and he's like oh is that the finals the finals today and she's like 
She's like, you you play that? You watch that? He's like, oh, I'm just a little interested. I'm like, bro, don't lie to her. Tell her, tell her what's up. Tell, tell her that you like this dog. Don't don't tell her, don't try to front. You're you're over here watching it hard body. Like you got a movie hey. in like five minutes, but you're yeah, still don't, here, bro. Don't lie. Don't, don't lie. lie to me, bro. And it, it was such a good moment. Even like in college, I remember we would, I would walk into my one class and my one friend who was there. We would talk about like we didn't really have we didn't talk about a lot of things, but one thing I'd be like. Yo, you see the Philadelphia Fusion yesterday? And they're like, yeah, like it was such a cool moment. It was one of the big esports that like I felt was going to be the one to break. Like, I want to say the mainstream was going to break into mainstream. I thought I was going to be the one to like really get people like who don't really even watch esports to be like, yo, I'm going to check it out because it seems like very, very big. And to see it go from that to where it's at today is sad. It's it's crazy how Overwatch so, honestly, sometimes it feels like Overwatch was the last game Blizzard ever made. Even though they they made like one or two games after that, like it's it feels like really the last game they ever made because it was a movement, and ever since then it's just been quiet. Not even just the league league side, but the game side. But for the league right now, I don't know where they could do. Like it's just they lost a lot of sponsors. I think that Overwatch League could still be a thing. It would just have to be on a much smaller scale and hopefully like build the brand back up. But it's it's really rough when Overwatch is connected with such a dark history, you know? And it's not even a history because it just that didn't happen not yeah. so long ago. That's that's what's happening. That's right now. Now Yeah, exactly. For me, again, I don't know what much about Overwatch League. I didn't really watch any Overwatch League like that. Probably, probably watch like a couple of joints or just a couple of clips or whatever. Um yeah. not necessarily caring too much for it, but I know how big it was in general in terms of the community and what what you know people were clinging on to. Overwatch League was huge. Now in terms of the league itself and just generally the, the the company, but this is a bigger issue, but like Overwatch League specifically better hope and pray that this vote on, okay, whether that, uh, whether um Microsoft, the acquisition for Blizzard is approved goes through without a hitch, honestly. Yeah. Cause I feel like, again, everything is tied and connected. So for Overwatch League, they're going to be completely impacted by all the stuff that's going on for the past year. People are going to pull out that that is what it is. Their only saving grace at this point is for Microsoft to take them over and then start to reshape their brand image and, and and basically fully absorb them under you know under their umbrella and start to change those beats of culture to actually you know show that okay listen we've rooted out you know the bullshit that's gone and now we can start get people to start to start to come around again you know what I'm saying like that's their only mm -hmm. way out for me making sure this Microsoft move goes through like with no with no uh, faults errors no potential setbacks or whatever because even even uh, this week some people also said it um some blizzard people were like yo listen if this if this move doesn't go through our stock price is done our our stuff is yeah. finished so it's 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 across the board but specifically for Overwatch League I'm like this is heavily linked to you know can Microsoft come in and fully you know what I'm saying close the deal on this make sure we got y'all and start deploying teams to make sure one this all the just all the harassment and discrimination stuff has been addressed. You know what I'm saying? All the harassment, sexual assault just has been addressed and rooted out fully. And then two, how can we start to again reassociate the brand with more positive with, with more positive connotation on that stuff, man? Like it's it's going to be a long uphill battle for Overwatch League. Will I say, you know, will I say they make it? I have no idea. I'm not I'm I'm not necessarily, you know what I'm saying, king for it, but it is yeah. highly the success of Overwatch League is highly contingent on this Microsoft deal, and they better hope yeah. this this is this is like you know it's a surefire thing, and it's like there's no setbacks to it because 
Right now they're sitting on zero zilch. They ain't even get FUBU, bro. There's no sponsors, bro. Like it's done. Like, nobody. They, they nobody. Are, they are they are finito. And and then again, looking at where it was like from then and now, that could be an A and E documentary, bro. Like it's it's kind of crazy, bro. So I it's I, insane for me. It's it's not even a can we you know what can we do to build back up trust it's how can microsoft come in and help us and how soon can they do that like at this point there's nothing blizzard can do on their own to help turn around any success of overwatch league or or, or whatever you know what i mean so it's 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 a tough one still but it's not in their hands yeah it's definitely not and as a, as a fan of overwatch i i hope that they can turn it around um but they, they, it's just a, it's an uphill battle. Like exactly how you said. Like we're, we're just gonna have to hope, hope and pray that it all works out. Because yeah, um, it's it's not looking too good for them. Yeah, man. Listen, people calling you know what I'm saying Doomfist turned to a tank. I don't know what that means, but people said it was crazy. I, I don't know, man. There's a lot of it, it lot is of weird signs. <laughs> a lot of weird it signs is. going around. I don't I don't know exactly what it all means, but people saying Overwatch, you know, saying it might be in some trouble. That's 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 all I heard. That's all I yeah. heard, man. <laughs> we'll see. I don't. I don't design games. That is not my profession, so I cannot say whether certain actions are good or bad. I can say off of the impression of a player what some of this stuff looks like, but yeah. it, we will see in the beta. We will see in the beta. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. All right, let's let's skip on a little bit forward to some announcements, some new stuff that's coming through. So uh, this week, the team at Ilfine dropped an announcement trailer for the new game. Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed. Now the gameplay is actually looking to slide into the lane of 4v1 monster versus survivor gameplay styles that we've seen grow in size over the past few years. Uh, as you use the PKE meter, the ghost trap, and the proton pack to capture a rogue ghost, or let the rogue ghost go crazy on y'all with three other players in several iconic map locations from the film series. Now, I, thoughts on this, man. This is interesting. Like I. I, I'm not the I'm not the biggest Ghostbusters fan, but Ghostbusters has always been a uh, again iconic. That's a staple series. Like you can't really like you know mess with that uh, in ter- in terms of generalness. But in terms of the game space, what are we what are we seeing? So it's funny that you say you're not a big Ghostbusters like fan. I don't consider myself a big Ghostbusters fan. I'm sure a lot of people wouldn't consider themselves a big Ghostbusters fan. You kind of see where I'm going with this. Mm. I don't hate it. <laughs> but I also just don't know who it's for, I guess. Because mm. the 4v1, 5v1, 3, whatever, you know, like the the we're all chasing one character. That that game franchise, I feel like, is growing, but not necessarily in the most healthiest way. Because I see a lot of games announced, oh, we got a 4v1 game coming out. It's popular for like maybe a week. It kind of dies out, and then they all go back to de- uh, Dead by Daylight, and it's like, I would love for this to be well. I just feel like sometimes people are trying to ride a trend that isn't that doesn't have a lot of room for them. Mm. Um, a horror survival Ghostbusters game could have been sick. I don't know. Like personally, I, I hope it does well. Uh, and for all the Ghostbusters fans who I'm assuming are playing video games, I hope that this is a game that you guys check out. But I just I haven't heard many good things from Ghostbusters games. Um, I haven't heard bad. Th- I haven't heard a lot of bad things either. There are some bad games, but you're gonna get that with licensed material anywhere. Um, but it's just like I just don't know who it's for. And it could just be my ignorance. It could just be because I'm young. I didn't really grow up with Ghostbusters. That movie was before my time. But I just 
I don't know. Like, I'm just not really... I'm not looking for Ghostbusters anywhere. Like, anywhere I go, I'm not like, yo, whoa, they got the Ghostbusters stuff? Like, I'm... Cool, man. I just... I don't know if this is the, the genre for them, I feel. Like, I feel like they could do much better in their own, like, single-player space or something. I just... I mean, you disrespecting the old heads right now, bro. They about to come I am, I, and I'm sorry, bro, but it's... I, I like the movies. The thing is, like, I like the movies, but I've never, yeah. like, saw the movie and been like... I need this shit in. The, I need this shit in a four v one game. I want like it's just not me. Like I just don't see it. Yeah, I feel you. Now it could be fun. I hope I'm wrong. I really do. I really do. Now this is this is the thing for me. It's like I I I'm cool with that four v one genre and stuff like that. Of course they've had their misses. They've had their things that I've been mad at. Evolve. I'm looking right at you. It's not exactly horror, but evolve. We have a long standing beef. That's some kind of different. But go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> No, I was going to say, like, Evolve was trash, but Evolve was probably one of the best ones out of the franchise. Like, I'm like, even though that shit, it was horrible mm. because of the microtransactions and shit. Yes. But it was, it definitely was the grandfather of them all. It, it brought us, it, it was, showed us yes. how fun it could yes. be. Yes. It was, def- it was definitely an OG. It definitely, like, it was, it, it helped pave the way for this type of stuff to come through. For, like, Dead by Daylights and whatnot, to, like, actually like, shine through and whatnot. Yeah. I agree. I do agree. But I have my own gripes with it. They, they had a lot of reshuffling yeah. to do. Didn't pan out the best. But for me, it's it, it's it's one side. It looks pretty fun. It looks like something I would definitely try because I'm like, yo, I'm I'm not the big again. I'm not the biggest Ghostbusters fan, but I know about Ghostbusters, so I'm like, yo, this will actually be pretty pretty cool to play. And like from all angles, it looks ra- actually really interesting. Like so, it's not you know we're chasing the ghost, and you know the ghost could mess with us at the same time. We're not. It's not necessarily us escaping. So it's gonna be one yeah. you know one outcome or the other. Either you know the Ghostbusters die or the go or, or the ghost is busted. So it's not necessarily the same outcome as directly other four v one games. Like okay, death or survival, or you gotta you know what I'm saying or or escape mainly. Actually, yeah, mm-hmm. escape, escape, which is like Dead by Daylight. So I'm kind of comparing it yeah. to in the Friday, Friday the Thirteenth. So not necessarily you escape with your life or whatnot. It's actually you know a kill or be killed situation. I like that. I like that a bit more. And again, the aesthetic of Ghostbusters, the fact that some of these things I'm seeing in the trailer is like, okay, you can like be like the luggage and like slide through and trying to hide from them. It can produce a yeah. lot of cool moments, and it it just looks it looks pretty humorous and fun for a lot of it, man. It actually really does like really really humorous. Again, the locations look pretty cool uh you can use again there's a variety of different ghosts you can uh, play as uh again the ghost traps everything like for me i feel like there could be enough in here to actually provide differentiation from other ones but it's just the fact of you have to i feel like you have to market this in a certain way because it can get lost in a shuffle so quick the fact you already said 4v1 you already put it in competition with dead by daylight this game the next game you know what i'm saying the 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 texas chainsaw massacre one is coming out in like a, a year or two or whatever like there's already uh, uh, enough competition you're pitting yourself as now you have to really work hard to actively market and differentiate differentiate yourself and show you okay why is our 4v1 experience different why is it not mm-hmm. the same shit as you know well why can you play this and, and feel differently from when you play dead by daylight you know what i mean and i feel yes. like it's through more of the humorous side of of uh, ghostbusters more that you know the kind of the, the the quirkiness and the different things that you know that you've seen throughout the series i feel like that's where they need to tap into at least in the aesthetic sense to make sure people say, okay, listen, this is a really fun game. You know what I'm saying? You can get into a lot of different stuff. Not like, okay, everybody's killers. Everybody need to do all these, all this, this, that, and the third to just survive. And it's like super horror focused. You know what I'm saying? I feel like tonally and again, gameplay wise, they need to make sure they're distinct as, as distinct as possible to not get caught in that shovel and sucked into the debate of, oh, we can just play dead by daylight. 
But yeah. overall, you know, it, it's 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 not going to be easy because I feel like this four v one the market for this these types of games fairly saturated, fairly saturated. I'd say because Dead by Daylight has been eating it up like for most of it, and then you got these other games that are starting to come through the shuffle. You got the Outlast Trials. I forgot. I completely forgot about the Outlast Trials that they're going to be a Outlast thing coming trials, soon. Evil Dead. Um, oh, the Evil Dead game as well. Evil Dead game. There's, there's, there's more too that I'm just not thinking of right mm-hmm. now. Yeah, but Texas I just Chainsaw feel like Massacre. That game is yes. going to be a three v one. Like, um, there's a few of them, but it's like they're, they're, they're all big enough to be like, yo, listen, like they might cannibalize each other when it comes. Okay, what do we play in a certain sense? I Those just don't feel like the player away. base is that big. Yeah, that's, that's also true. Like, I just don't think that there's just enough people to play all of these games at the same time. But mm-hmm. what you're saying about Ghostbusters is completely true. I think it'll be more fun because of just, like, you're not here to escape. You're here to bust the ghost. Mm-hmm. I, I, I agree. Oh, shit. Phasmophobia and Devour. That's also two more. Phasmopho- yeah, yeah. Those yeah. are technically, they're not 4v1s, but te- essentially, yeah. it's basically the same thing. yeah. Yeah, they're not you know what I'm saying, but you're in that kind of that realm, you know what I mean? Like, and again, yeah. it's easy for people to be like, "Yo, I, I might as well just play Phasmophobia or some shit like that." You can get the, the misconception, the people for, you know, what I'm saying, the ability for people to, you know, misconstrue the actual, I guess, gameplay characteristics of something and automatically just kind of pile it in with something. Generalizations about games, people do that all the time, and a lot more than people, and especially developers, would like. So. You got to do your utmost to make sure you're different from everybody. You know, you're 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 as different from where you you know don't want to be as possible. You got to make that crystal clear in, in marketing and all that stuff like that. Like, or else people gonna think they are gonna dismiss it like off rip. You you can see yeah. what one bad marketing campaign does to you. You know what I'm saying? Look at Guardians mm-hmm. of the Galaxy. Look at that from last year. Motherfuckers love that game. I know I did. I played through it like crazy. I ain't one of the best games from last year, but the way it was marketed. You thought it was something else, and again, got misconstrued, and it ended up having disappointing sales because of that. Because the gameplay, it told the story on its own that it was good, but yeah, you know how you how you frame it tells a completely different story. So, Ghostbusters, you got to tread lightly, but you know what I'm saying. You, you got to make it. You got to make your presence known in the in the best possible way. You know what I'm saying? Here's hope. Facts, man. I hope that it's good because I I love Evolve, and if it's something similar to that, like where I can just go in and have fun with my friends, I think I think it'll be a solid game. Facts, and you need to have licensed music, all that shit in there, right? There's something strange <laughs> in the neighborhood. Like what? I need that. I need that for real. For real. <laughs> oh shoot! All right. Speaking of uh, the paranormal and the supernatural, uh, Shark Mob actually came back earlier today. To drop some details on some of the changes that they made to the upcoming vampire battle royale known as blood hunt so they announced a lot of a, a host of quality of love, uh, quality of life updates rather controller support a new character in the enforcer an archetype progression system and the official drop window of spring of this year so most likely probably in a month or two so i mean general thoughts i know you're listening for a little bit i was listening in while i was working uh, what's, what's what's going on man what's going on blood hunt um i honestly was i was one of the first people to write that game off i remember when it got announced i was like nobody wants another battle royale game nobody cares get this shit out of my screen um and i ate the shit out of those words because the game is fun the game is like super fun it plays really well like there's just so many good things about it it's it's honestly such a good like experience just to play with your friends just running around like as vampires the movement is fun shooting is fun the abilities like it's just it's a good game um i can't wait for it to release 
um just to see where it, where it lies i still have some reservations because the battle royale uh market is just still so saturated um i think it has some space it has a lot of room to grow it's very different from most of them because of like it's kind of like in, a, in, a, in its own way it's kind of like a third person apex just because of yeah. like having characters with abilities but on top of that you also have like customization so like the microtransactions and things like that it'll be there like i think they'll they'll be able to make some kind of uh money i hope that their battle passes and their cosmetics um are because but you know what's funny is like i say like i hope they're cosmetic but you can literally customize all the characters however you want them to be so it's mm. it's it's a good game like down like it's just a good game i can't really complain about it too much to be honest uh the only issue that i really had with, with that game was that balancing really like that there were just some guns that you actually couldn't use because they just yep. weren't working um shout outs to double pistols they suck but they were cool as hell but they suck um and it was like there was some great moments i mean i know me and you, me you and charles we we love that it's game good. it's such a it's a good game i'm really excited for this game to release and i last year when it got announced i thought this game, i wanted nothing to do with it which is hilarious hey man it's crazy how how, how stuff can turn around you would never know how how these joints will turn out nowadays so it, it's interesting to see for me i was again where i'm i'm a big i'm, a, I'm actually a big supporter of blood hunt where we had a chance to play the alpha uh again that's one of the few games that actually got me on mouse and keyboard consistently like you see, mm. you know me. I don't be on mouse and keyboard like that. Whatever, whatever y'all want to say in the chat or comments, blah blah blah. He don't play. He on PC, but don't play mouse and keyboard. Well, whatever, whatever. Boo, tomato, tomato. Uh, this one of the few games that actually got me on mouse and keyboard, and like I was like eager to actually play it mouse and keyboard because obviously it didn't have control support at the time. But still, it was really cool just to see the whole environment. Of course, it's based on uh um, Vampire the Masquerade. This world's always been you know pretty interesting. And the quality of uh, life updates that they're bringing in, again, with the uh, archetype progression system, uh, the new character, just a lot of the, the 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 balancing stuff, they're shaping up to have a really solid, you know, carve out of the BR space for themselves. I think they can actually have a pretty sustainable, you know, player base as long as they consistently update stuff, uh, you know, and have, I, I would say, a, a pretty, pretty frequent slew of content updates when it comes to skins. The battle pass has to be robust for people to stay on there uh at this point it's a it's imperative for any br you got to have a crazy battle pass stuff has to look like mad sexy you got to do it um i'm not sure how they're gonna you know work with new maps or new sections of maps or map changes um that would possibly have to be kind of frequent as well the balancing also has to be a really big thing i know we uh, we both mentioned it uh i don't know who was used the most it's been a while since i did the alpha test so i know i know for me i use like the tracker i use the tracker guy a lot uh and just had that um i know people use gas bombs was cool uh the healer the healer with a teleport was crazy um yeah and the but on the other opposite side of that the same like clan who had the teleport and the flash ability was like barely ever used because yeah. nobody used it yeah that's true there was just some combinations that weren't as impactful so reshuffling that and i think that's where the archetypes actually comes into play and it helps rebalance a lot of the stuff because they'll have the base attacks they'll have their base abilities and stuff like that but the archetypes actually help you customize to a certain degree. Um, you know, I guess little little things that help you get in, again, of course, little things that help you get an edge, but there's enough uh, I guess, special specialty in certain classes where it's like, okay, 
there's good enough merit to them. Like I can see like, okay, at some point uh, on the Vandal class, you can start with 50 armor and have a spare armor plate or something like that. And then uh, you can have a melee weapon instead of a gun on the brute class. Uh, Let me see on on some other ones Uh, on the siren. You can reload 50% faster. So you'll have a lot of differentiation that makes everybody a bit more viable, which is again, what needs to happen for a game like this. You can't just have everybody into one meta and all, and you know what I'm saying? Kind of rolling in that way. So, for me, yeah, they've been making good strides, man. And uh, of course, uh, again, their official window is uh, spring of 2022, which is uh, probably in a couple of weeks to a month or two. And uh, yeah. their official, what is it called? The beta playtest of the next playtest starts tomorrow at 5 a.m. Eastern in the morning. Damn. Uh, yeah. I will be playing that in the afternoon because my black has not getting up that early. I am not a vampire for real. I can look at myself in the mirror. So that time will not be for me, but I will be on there later that day. Still, still. So... Yeah, uh, Blood Hunt in total, man. I think it's gonna be a really, really solid hit, man. I, I think it, honestly, I'm thinking of making an underrated list of games from 2022 as well because with the, the with the volume of stuff that we're getting, we have to have yeah. again like the the all star list, the the top games of the year, and underrated joints that people might be missing, and this could be on there. So I, I got some expectations for Blood Hunt, man. Hope it comes out well. Same, same. I I might. Kirby comes out tomorrow, so I don't. I definitely won't be on Blood Hunt in the beginning of the day, but mm-hmm. maybe I'll be able to carve out some time this weekend to get a, uh, a few games in. Oh, for sure, for sure. Got to get some updated thoughts on it as we go. So we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. All right, all right. Shout out to Blood Hunt. Shout out to Shark Mob. We out there, man. Oh, let's let's move on a little bit, man. Got a couple stories from the trailer trove today. For those of y'all don't know, this is the segment where we cover anything entertainment, video, you know what I'm saying? Like movies, television, anime, you know what I'm saying, comics, or or, or whatever we find out in the world. There's a lot of stuff that dropped today. So uh, uh first and foremost, uh we got uh gaming adaptation news. So we learned this week that Tekken is is wave dashing its way into streaming services this year with a new series entitled Tekken Bloodlines and uh, the series follows Jin Kazama a fighter with demonic bloodline as he learns the truth about his lineage and trains to fight in the king of the Iron Fist tournament kind of taking it a little bit back to a younger version of, uh, of Jin uh, what are you thinking bro what are we thinking about this as a Tekken fan I am super excited about this honestly I don't know why we stopped making uh I think fighting games have some of the best story and lore and I don't know why we why they weren't one of the first things to be adapted into like TV shows and whatnot, yeah. because you have so many avenues. You have so many people that you could choose from. It just doesn't make sense why like they were like, I get why they said, hey, let's do Last of Us um, as, a, as, a, as a series. It's a great storyline. Yeah. But when I think of like you want to make a series fighting games, because you could literally you could do just a, a series. You could do like Anthology. three episodes on one <laughs> character. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like you could do it. You could have just like short stories for some of the people. You could even have like long ongoing things. But I'm um, really excited that Tekken is go- coming back into the medium because there was there were Tekken movies. There was a lot of like Tekken nah, stuff. They they weren't they weren't in they weren't in here before. We don't acknowledge those. We don't acknowledge those. <laughs> nah. But it's like I'm I'm happy to see I'm happy to see it because I am super excited. I think it's gonna be super dope. Um, animation. It has kind of like that CGI while also being still anime feel to yeah. it, but it still looks really good because it's a 3D fighter. So like it being 3D isn't going to fuck. I think it's it fits with the theme. Um, and yeah. like in the trailer, you get to see like people like King. Yep. Uh, you saw Leroy, who's in Tekken 7. He's mm-hmm. a new character and he's in there. Um, Paul Feet. Like there's so many people that are going to be in it. And I just can't wait to see like the Tekken characters outside of like the, the online dude who knows way more than me trashing me. Like I can't wait to see these people actually fighting, you know? Yep. 
100%. Now, for me, my only my only focus is on, the, again, the art style and what the presentation is going to be like. And I'm glad that they're doing it in an animated style. Please, if there's stories, mm-hmm. certain things like this, they deserve animation. They deserve full-fledged animation. I want no live action around this. I want the full yeah. impact of just, you know, the full freedom and breath that you can actually get in animation styles like, like this. So... Uh, if y'all haven't seen the trailer, please go watch it. Like it, it was, it was, it was honestly really, really interesting. I'm ready to see Heihachi be a menace again. Like, like, it's, oh my god, it, it looks really good. And I'm, I'm, I just wish that we got a lot more into this bag of adaptation. Like you've already seen, like there's an animated combat, more combat film that they like was yeah. last year or, or or the year before or something. Two like of them, that. yeah. And so, two. yeah. So, so those were so good. And yeah, jumping into that bag for a lot more of these game series, I feel like would be the best route forward. You don't need to live action everything, but if you put it in animation no. style, it gives a lot more, a lot more potential for greatness, in my opinion. You know, what I'm saying for yeah. a lot of for a lot of these series, you know, because some things you just don't space. make sense in a live action format. But animated, there's a lot more room to grow. There's a lot more room. You see how animation has done a lot of series very, very well. Uh, you know, over yeah. the past what two years. There's a, there was a new series that dropped for um what's it called I think it was the boys it's like an animated series for the boys yeah, like, yeah, it dropped yeah. on Amazon Prime Video people were loving it people are loving it right now I was like yo yeah. you don't know how good how much good that can do so I for for a lot of studios and such out there please look into animation just do, you don't you don't gotta hire you know what I'm saying no 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 random ass dude from Arkansas to be your main character you to be your mm-hmm. Jin Kazama all right let's just Let's 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 keep it focused, man. We must stay focused. We must stay focused. We must stay right? focused. <laughs> for real, for real. <laughs> but yeah, uh, moving on to the second story uh, of the day uh, on the trailer trove, man. Uh, I don't know how to say this, but uh, so it seems that uh, the Metal Gear Solid movie might stay in hiding a little while longer. So during the premiere of Moon Knight, Oscar Isaac, who was speculated to play Solid Snake, actually told IGN that they were still searching for a story for the live action movie. Now, now of course the film was announced back in uh, you know 2020, we heard some rumors and rumblings about it, but we haven't heard much since. So, is this a good sign cuz I don't know. It's it's crazy to like for a Metal Gear Solid movie, I feel like before y'all even decided to make a Metal Gear Solid movie, you should have the story should not be the the like that should not be a problem. Should, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that's the point of Metal Gear Solid. Like that shouldn't be the problem that you guys have. Um, and being like, oh, I got I got Oscar Isaac on board. I want to make the movie. That shouldn't have been the. You should have found the story first. That is the most important thing about that movie. And yeah, I don't know. As a Metal Gear Solid fan, like a huge fan, I I'm kind of not holding my breath on this one. I. They could have honestly just redid Metagar Solid One and turned like adapted that into a script. I thought that's the route that they were going for, but not not knowing what the story is gonna be is a little scary because it's the reason those games were good were were for the story. So if you're looking for a new story to tell via Metal Gear Solid, you might as well just make a spy movie and call it something else. Cause I just don't see I don't unless you're like you just gotta adapt it. If you don't adapt it, then I don't know what it is. It's it's, it's the same problem that I feel like a lot of live action video game movies have. It's like, who is this for? Are you making this for Metal Gear Solid fans? Are you making this for people who want who are are fans of spy movies? Who is this for? And if you're gonna tell me that it's for Metal Gear Solid fans, but you're trying to find a new story, good luck doing a Kojima story without Kojima. Like he's the reason those games were good and. I doubt, I 100% doubt Konami's going to allow 
I don't even think he wants to write a Metagross Solid mm. story for a Konami licensed movie, you know? I don't know what the what the plan is there. I think it's a lot of people who are ready to like, hey, let's jump in and do let's jump in and do this without thinking about how to do it. Yeah. Um I've noticed a common theme from a few people lately in the uh TV and uh movie development space. Motherfuckers don't want to look at a story anymore, do they? They don't want to get source <laughs> material anymore. That's kind of crazy. That's actually kind of wild. People do not want to look at source material when they have no idea of where to start. That's wild. Yeah. Um, the Halo series actually dropped today. I gotta go start watching that and see what's going on. Oh, right. I forgot. And apparently about they that. showed Chief's face, which is a whole nother topic. Exactly. You see the shock. You I don't even like sh- Halo, but I I know you're not supposed to do that. I like I don't know anything about Halo, but I know you're not supposed <laughs> I'm not to show saying his face. You're supposed to show his face or not. Well, that's up to y'all interpretation. But to me, I don't think you need to show this man's face. Honestly. But and I, I'm pretty sure people were some people were saying first episode. I gotta go confirm this, but I, I don't I don't know. I don't know. But but you know, okay, trips in his chat said there's, there's a reason for it. So all right, listen, I'm just, I'm gonna keep my hands up for it. But I'm just saying in general, the there's a little bit of a, an unnerving energy about people on the production set for these shows and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We chose to avoid anything about the story, you know, or any source material to reference off of. It's just a little bit of worry. I understand these are professionals. I understand these guys are doing their jobs at the utmost best of their ability, but there is some credence you have to give to source material, at least in not just not necessarily even paying homage, but kind of sticking to the overall ethos of a show. And I feel like you do miss some of that when you decide to avoid, you know, source material or not look at the source material, you know what I'm saying, for certain things. So I understand there's a need to tweak, uh, you know, certain things for television that, that, that have gone well in games but haven't done any, anything else. But I feel like it's at least at least should be standard to give a solid, like, you know, brush through of uh, the entire series or the entire body of work of a franchise so far to figure out what works, what doesn't. What story can we tap into? What story can we not, you know, and do that thing? Some people have, you, again, I can, I don't want to bring up the, 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 the quintessential example, but you can see like, you know, saying Matt Reeves going through everything in Batman to figure out, okay, what worked, what didn't, what can he put in this story? What can he adapt? What can he squash together? Cool. And there's some people, again, who might be avoiding that type of process. So I don't know, you know, I don't know how this, how it might be well received, but for me in Metal Gear Solid, back to the point. It's slightly a little unnerving. There's a lot of story beats that you can pick up. You know what I'm saying? There's like, I haven't played all the Metal Gear Solid, but I'm pretty sure there's a lot of story points that you can actually pull from that. So, you know, I'm like, yeah, I got to kind of just look back a little bit. It's it's just like, and it's not that I don't think that they, that it could be done, but it's like the, the phrase, and it could have just been, you know, because he was at a premiere of a movie, he wasn't like saying it properly or wasn't like, wording it correctly but saying something like hey um we we're trying to find a story is scary saying we're still working on the script different completely different because i know that personally i think metal gear solid 2 was something like six seven hours of cutscenes or something like that of like codex and cutscenes and conversations and whatnot like yeah. there's a lot of story so to, to take 12 hours and scrunch it down to two damn near impossible you might need to just do a limited series or something Mm -hmm. um but i think it can be done but when you say something like we're searching for a story that's kind of scary 
that's what's the scariest part about it it's not necessarily like as long as you guys are like trying to stay true but again we haven't heard anything in two years um and this isn't even like it was announced that it is going to be like it got greenlit in 2020 it got announced like the people who wanted to part in it got like we're talking about this since 2016 so this is like what um six years in the making it it seems it's it's just yeah it's it's just i don't know Mm. um it's scary. It, it is all it is. It's just I as a as a fan, you can't help but be scared. Now, I want you to put on your tinfoil hat for just like five seconds. Now, if they were to pick any specific story or into a little arc in the Metal Gear Solid series, what would you want them to cover? What would you want them to jump in on? Not 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 anything in its entirety, but maybe a certain event, maybe a certain little story arc or something like that. What would you want them to cover? For a movie, it's tough because a movie needs a beginning and an end. A TV series would be easier for them. Mm. But for a movie, oh, my God. Like, I think the best starting point would be Metal Gear Solid 3. But then even then, that's so long. There's mm. so much. It's, it's so dense. Um, and there's no real, like, Metal Gear Solid that you could just, like, stop halfway through because it would leave so many loose ends open. Mm-hmm. I would say they would have to just start with Metal Gear Solid 1. I think Metal Gear Solid 1 is one of the, the, the Metal Gear Solid games that you can cut a lot of stuff out of and it's and still hold its core. Um, so I think Metal Gear Solid on the PS1 for sure is where I, I would start it. Anything else, there's just mm-hmm. too many moving parts. But even then, if like after you do Metal Gear Solid 1, if you continue in the series, you're going to run into problems with 2 and 3. Like Got it's just they, they just get so they get so bloated with cutscenes and characters and and some characters you think don't matter and then they end up mattering and it's just mm-hmm. like and there's the thing about it too is that uh, Metal Gear Solid Two, uh, Metal Gear mm-hmm. Solid One, because it establishes things. A lot of the characters from Metal Gear Solid One, um, some people make reappearances. Some people become important later on. Some people become yeah. important. Like it's it's wild. Like you can't you have to start with one if you're gonna stay true to the series. If you're not going to stay true to the series, don't do it, I guess. Because I, I just don't know <laughs> who... Said, I don't know who could write... Who stop. could beat Kojima? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, who, like how could you do it? Unless At that you, point, unless just you make call a spy him on his series. phone, like, hey, yo, you know how do you put this on a movie, bro? Come here. Like, like yeah. I feel you. And I don't, I don't think he wants to touch that series unless they sold him the rights. They were like, hey, here are yeah. the rights. We are, you know licenses here is your game back. I, I don't think he's going to want to touch it because he knows, he knows he has the sauce. Mm-hmm. He knows that he made the series. Yeah, that's fair. That's definitely that's definitely a fair point on that, man. Listen, uh, just 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 put the what sound in there, and I'll be fine. I'll be okay. All right, now I'm fucking with you. One thousand percent. But yeah, uh, this is not on the notes, but I did want to talk about this. All right, literally, kind of. If y'all haven't seen the Batman, which I don't know how the hell you've gone this far without seeing the Batman at this point, turn away, turn away right mm-hmm. now. So today we actually got a uh, a little uh, 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 update to the Rada a lot of website. Oh, peace. Oh yeah, yeah. Trips, you gotta go, bro. Trips, you gotta go. Uh, I'm about to say we got a, we got a, some some content update. You know what I'm saying? From uh, what's it called? As a matter of fact, should I do it at the end of the podcast? I'll do it at the end of the podcast. Trips, I don't want you to leave, bro. You good? You good? You good? All right. We do an impromptu. I'm gonna save it for the end. I'm gonna save it for the end. I'm gonna save it for the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But hey, listen, now this is actually a good moment in the podcast to stop. This is a PSA. If you have not watched the Batman, I need you to go steal your auntie's credit card now. Borrow it. Allegedly. Borrow. 
borrow. Make your way down to your local theater. Make a purchase for a, a, a solid IMAX theater. If you don't got an IMAX theater, it's all good. Just make your sheet shake a little bit or whatnot. You'll be fine. I need you to go in there and see Batman. I need you to go in there and watch it. Honestly. Now, I'm not saying it's the greatest Batman film of all time. But it's probably the greatest Batman film of all time. We could talk about that at a later time. But watch this. This has been publicly approved by the government of the United States of Trip. Shout outs. You know what I'm saying? All right. All right. Anyways, all right. That's enough of the trailer trouble. We'll go back to that shit later. Anyways, we got an update this week from CD Projekt Red that a new Witcher game is currently in development and underway. Now, the team also announced that they are on the move, officially switching development engines from their in-house system Red Engine to Unreal 5, working closely with the Epic team. Although, Cyberpunk 2077's expansion that is still upcoming will still be developed in Red Engine. So, I mean, out of the blue, The Witcher's coming. So, I mean, dang. Like, alright? I, I, I new Witcher. Yeah, I'm excited, but what's going on, Wynn? You ever have, like, a friend who's, like, broke but then you see him like taking trips to like Miami. That's what like CD nah. Projekt Red is doing right now. It's like, oh, we got a new game coming out. No, uh, you gotta go to work, bro. You, you, you still have to go, to go to work. What are you talking about? You owe me money. Like, what do you? What do you mean? Yeah, I don't. I'm not excited for this whatsoever because I, they didn't. They didn't even finish the first. They didn't finish CD. Pro, they didn't finish uh, Cyberpunk. It wasn't, they didn't finish Cyberpunk, and then on top of not finishing Cyberpunk, uh, they announced that they were going to do DLC for Cyberpunk, and now you're telling me that you're, gonna, you're announcing a new game is in development after the problem with you and Cyberpunk was announcing things too quickly? All right, bud. Cool. Mm. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, all right, listen. On one hand, I'm very excited for a new Witcher series, man. Of course, critically acclaimed series. It seems like you guys will be doing, you know, getting started on it. But, you know, now I just can't seem to get a little bit of the past out of my head. And this, and this is where the grand conversation about CD Projekt Red comes into play. Like, we were talking before Cyberpunk. is like, oh, yeah, listen, if this game goes crazy, going to put it into the stratosphere. And now we're looking at it like, yo, this game really had a huge knock on their credibility, I think, from a lot of different standpoints. Yeah. It had a really big knock. And now everything that they do is going to be under a microscope. Like, okay, what you doing next? You know what I'm saying? What's going on now? So at the same time, you're dropping, you know, a development updates and stuff. You're still patching the game that's still broken to some to some extent. You're coming out with a new Witcher. You're already starting to, you know what I'm saying? You're already starting like to kind of move off of this. Now, I don't much, I don't yeah. know what the split of their development studios are with the expansions and, and patches and fixes for Cyberpunk and then the new game, but it's like, dang, they had a full plate in front of them and they ordered McDonald's, you know what I'm saying, the, the next the next time over, bro. Like, yo, like, all right. I mean, that's what, that's what it looked like in this sense. Like, yo, listen, hey, Cyberpunk's going, it's really great if I just reach in my pocket and pull out the pocket set and just distract you yeah. with, the, with, the, with the new Witcher, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it, it's, it's kind of crazy to think about, but... Uh, I, I hope I hope Witcher comes out fantastic, man. Like there's there's still a lot of time in between that just announcing it, but I, I was very uh interested in uh talking about just how games even have their full slate of lineups, bro. Cause like this, I feel like there's a way to do it and there's a way to not to do it. And a lot of people yeah. are doing it in a way of not doing it, of not doing it as as efficiently as possible. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, why do you just announce the game is coming and then give me nothing else there? That's where I'm starting. I'm starting to turn old and hermity, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes I get excited. I like to speculate. But then now I'm starting to see, you know, some days I'm just like, okay, but what, what, what is there? What's there? What's, what's, what's the think, gameplay? What's, what's the story? I think it's because we, we grew up with, like, back in, back in our day, we used to not have a lot of games to choose from. Like, we didn't. Mm-hmm. Like, one year, if we had one year where we had four good games, um, we were like, wow. This is insane. This is an amazing, like, this is a great year for video mm-hmm. games. It's like four solid good games. Now we're in a day where, like, games drop almost, like, every day, it feels like. So I, at this point, I've gotten to the point where if you don't got something good, shut up. Because there's something good that I haven't played yet. I, got, I don't have time to play every single game. And especially if you're somebody asking for $60 in this economy, or mm-hmm. with gas prices this high... You're telling me that you're you're announcing this Witcher game that's ready? Like, bro, you made me waste sixty dollars on a game that sucked, and you're trying to trying to tell me that there's another game coming? I don't care if it's if it's a Witcher game, a Mass Effect game. I don't care what franchise it falls under. If you don't have something good to show me, I'm not. I don't care. And if if, if you're just going off of because it feels like all they're doing is going off the strength of the name and like, cool, bro. That's awesome that it's a Witcher game. But you're not really in a position to to negotiate after that big flop that was Cyberpunk. Like, no, nobody here is going to sit there and be like, hey, like, another CD Projekt Red game? Back in the day, before Cyberpunk, literally people, that's why we wanted Cyberpunk, is because y'all were making it. But now that, now that y'all are making it, it's a little dicey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just like, dang, bro. You can't just flash something new in our face when you got the old joint right there in the other hand. Like, we could just, like, look at both of them at the same time. I, for me, it's just a little bit uh, undercooked. It's a little bit, it's a little bit, uh, you know, a bit quick to the draw for me. I'm like, yeah, y'all could have gave us, y'all could have waited. You know what I'm saying? Y'all could have seen the full arc of Cyberpunk play out to where y'all dropped the, the expansion. Y'all made sure everything was cool on that end. You just kind of tying up loose ends with little update packs here and there. But once that big hump is done and you kind of save some face on working on Cyberpunk, then you drop that bomb and drop some gameplay of, you know, The Witcher and what's coming next from that. But you kind of drop that early, you know what I'm saying? I feel like, again, it's the PR move, like, hey, yo, bro, we got to get them off our ass because they still on us like this, bro. Take that, take that, take that, go, 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 go. And yeah, they're yeah. just kind of running, running with it on, on that sense. So on one hand, I'm excited because it's The Witcher, bro. It's a great series. But at the same time, I'm not necessarily fooled by them dropping it at this time because, okay, you still haven't fixed Cyberpunk yet. Like, I, yeah. I'm, I, I'm still not playing it yet. See, I have enough adequate fixes for me because I'm like, I want, I want my PC to blue screen. I'm, I'm, I'm scared to death, bro. I can't, I can't do it. I can't have that. I can't afford that. Yeah. But, you know, we, we keep moving. So I'm hopefully The Witcher... You know what I'm saying is 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 fantastic, which I, I have no doubt it will be. But CD Projekt Red has they got to walk on eggshells a little bit right now. Got to walk on some eggshells for sure. Hmm. All right, on to the the last. Uh, you know what I'm saying. Uh, new story of the day. We got to uh, look at the actually at the upcoming Apex Warriors collection event with a lot of new skins, Crypto's heirloom, uh, new arenas maps, and the return of the much-demanded control mode back into the rotation, only for a limited time, still shake my damn head. Now, the event is coming in next week, March 29th, on all platforms. What are we thinking about, you know, the Apex event, all the new skins, all these all these new, you know what I'm saying, maps and modes coming back into the into the, fru- to the fray and whatnot? What's going on? Um, I'm excited for the control to come back. 
Uh, Crypto getting an heirloom is sick, but I still feel like his buff didn't really put him that big up in the in the like his pick rate. I don't really even feel like got altered that much by the the small change that they made to him. I hope that this is a chance for them to maybe give him a little bit more of a buff. I feel like he's still in need of something mm-hmm. but the skins are, the, the skins are cool collector's events are always dope happy that he's getting his heirloom because he was one of the he got i think revenant was got revenant yeah. so many other people got heirlooms before he That's did yep. um and it's just like it kind of feel bad for him but at the same time with a pick rate that low i can't blame uh respawn for being like yo let's give it to the the, the characters people actually play but i can blame respawn making him not playable or not making him not viable yeah so i'm i'm happy he's getting his some love i hope he gets a little bit more love but i'm excited for control to come back because i want to jump back into some apex facts now yeah i'm only here for control i'm not even gonna lie at this stage i don't mm-hmm. I, I don't i'm not i'm not going crazy off the skins i'm not personally buying them like that heirlooms i don't even play yeah. crypto like that i'm sorry yeah I, i'm pretty sure he's great you know or not that great because of the pick rate but you know to, to the way he looks and all stuff the heirloom actually looks really cool though i'm not gonna lie it's yeah. like different configurations and stuff like that like it yeah. actually looked really really cool but i'm not playing so yeah. control let's stop beating around the bush and make this a permanent fixture please let's let's stop playing bro just make it a permanent mode. Just put arenas to LTMs and make control permanent, man. I'm tired of seeing this. I'm tired. Of, I'm tired of you. I'm tired of y'all dangling fruits and berries and stuff in my face. And you know what I'm saying? And not letting us have it, bro. Just let it. Just let yeah. it be, man. Just let it be. Like, I I feel like time and time again, you know what I'm saying? There's there's some good things in there, and then sometimes they're just taken out of the rotation for no reason. It's like okay, that was kind of unnecessary because everybody's rocking with it like off the rip. Like you would probably. Yeah. I feel like you'd be a bit more receptive to it. Like, again, if you've seen, oh, everybody's loving it, we should probably keep it in there for longer. But, yeah. you know, no no dice, apparently. I, I don't know what if there's something wrong with the motor on their end internally, but I, I I hope they see at this point that it should be a permanent fixture in, in the Apex lineup. So, come on now. We're, we're dropping next week, so I need y'all to make sure it's, like, forever. Forever, ever? For sure. Forever, ever? Forever, yes. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> not too much on that but yeah that's that's pretty much it all right now the spoiler talk so basically <laughs> i'm trying to get right into it so basically if you have not seen a batman please turn your close your ears right now close your ears just say la 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 for like 80 million times and then we'll get back to you in like five minutes so basically um the website that was promotional for the um the batman's lead up uh el got updated this week after matt reeves tweeted uh, you know what I'm saying? A little cryptic message. You know what I'm saying? I stopped what I was doing during my lunch break to go solve those riddles. It took me like like a good seven minutes, but we got them joints. You know what I'm saying? I was struggling hard. Shout out to Crash Box. You know what I'm saying? The riddle snake getting me prepared for those moments. Uh, and when we opened those three riddles and we solved them, we opened a file. We got a deleted scene. A deleted scene from the Batman film itself. And we have officially gotten confirmation that the unnamed you know, prisoner that we possibly saw in that post credit scene was the Joker. And we got a whole exchange between a, 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 a person that was a Joker before they're the Joker, of course, and Batman as he's trying to find out more about this killer, which is, uh, which is the Riddler in the story. So, I mean, just thoughts on the scene and, and, and how that played into it. Uh, I'm happy that it got deleted, not because the scene is bad, but just because of like the pacing for the movie. Yes. Um, I think it's going to be an interesting Joker. Uh, it's too safe. It's too early to tell 
but like it's too early to tell really what it's gonna be um like it's too early to see if he's gonna be a good joke or not really because I, I also i just didn't see enough so i think it was cool i think the, the the change from how other jokers have been in the past is is welcome and honestly we're just i i just have to wait and see i'm still skeptical about it though because i am not a big fan of the way most batman movies use that character as mm-hmm. kind of like a scapegoat for like a good a good movie i guess you know mm-hmm. and listen this is the point where i'm like all right listen i had some fears i had some i had some I had some doubts i'm not gonna lie but everything this film has been showing me is like yeah yeah i know what y'all doing i feel like they know what exactly what they're doing when it comes to this type of stuff so in terms of the scene itself it was real intense and gritty bro it's like yo they're already setting up that kind of uh that relationship where it's like yo he's really his foil and it's like yo he just it's like little picks and prize at batman like little like lines and stuff that he drops and it's like yo, bro, like how'd you not notice or whatever it's like yo you two got a lot more common than you like than you think it's like yo psychologically he's like unhinged he is fucking insane but he he feels like laser focused on batman hyper fixated so that he knows batman so much that he can literally liken him to you know people that he sees out in the world and whatnot i like that they're establishing that obsession very very early and again only a five minute span they 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 make this 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 link between him and batman so known like I, I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it so far with the take. It it seems real, real like it's not it's not it's not too whimsical yet. You know what I'm saying? It's not like okay, like far fetched or like a Mark Hamill type thing where he's like laughing all over the place stuff like that yet. But I like the gritty look. I like that. You know what I'm saying? Like okay, like from what we heard from Matt Reeves, like he's literally just like the smile and everything. That's it's a congenital disease, so it's like he's kind of been fucked up from like the like from the, from the beginning of his life. So he's been dealing with that his entire life. So it's kind of like okay that's kind of stuck with him and he just he just looks like gritty unhinged serial killer like he looks like he will snap at any moment on anything and it just feels really good so far the performance of of uh was it barry keegan if from what from that scene it looks really really like in depth bro like i'm just like yo he just seems like a perfect foil to this batman and as we see that <laughs> batman grow i feel like we're gonna see him start to you know you know, kind of climb up those ranks and kind of make his presence more and more felt. Now, this also answers a lot of things uh, in terms of the film itself. The fact that we got confirmation that Joker's there, I feel like that also confirmed the fact of the Joker's following, uh, you know, throughout the Batman. We can talk about this at a later date as well, but like, you know, kind of the people who rock with Joker is out there in the streets and stuff. They're trying to make it, you know, trying, trying to make it happen and whatnot, trying to just cause chaos for no reason, trying to get, you know, people in their Facebook groups, whatever. Also heavily agree that this was, um, this was a good cut to the movie. This I'm glad this was not in the cut because it just basically told the whole film. Honestly, yeah. it, it it just told the whole theme right there in the scene. Like he called it out like like verbatim, like exactly like you know yeah. what what you should be looking for in the story. So I feel like that would have kind of turned audiences away from it in a sense that like oh, okay we know what's going on now. The the Joker basically just told it. So why are we even focused yeah. on all these little details now? So the fact that they left it out really kept people either guessing or still in the beats of the story at each moment. So it's not like, okay, the, okay, we know, we heard, based off what Joker said, we're ahead of the curve now, so we can expect what's going on for us the movie. It kept people on the edge of their seat. So 
very very smart uh intuitive cut honestly on my end there now i know there's been some i guess uh i guess what is it debate over whether the joker should have been included at all now i for one i i'm like 55 45 60 40 the joker should still be in this in this series it should i'm i'm welcome to a joker inclusion in this saga now on the condition it has to be on the condition that he pops out at the very end of the series just when he's starting to get a hang as batman just when he's starting to get things down just when he's starting to figure out you know who these enemies are who the rogues gallery is how he can put them in their place that's when true chaos ensues and he comes out the ashes and his grand and his and the joker's master plan to really rise up as the you know the clown prince of crime and turn gotham upside down that's when it kicks off i feel like that it has to be held off until then it really has to be because if you're trying to do a like a story somewhere else and deal with other parts of gotham maybe a mr freeze maybe a hugo strange you know what i'm saying maybe that like you have to hold him off even then, I don't even think like a story with a story about, you know, uh, or a Gotham with uh, the Court of Owls and with Joker, could, you know, possibly could coexist. I, I haven't I haven't, you know, I'm not I'm not the, the most like foremost comic expert or whatnot. So I can't tell you a story where both of them were present. and He had to deal with both at the same time. But like to me, it seems like a lot on the screen to deal with the, you know, like a talent and then deal with the court, you know, saying dealing with the Joker at the same exact time. I feel like those are like two uh equivalent forces in terms of plot and driving you know what i'm saying in terms of the batman's development and what he has to deal with in the city that there it's kind of like town's not big enough for the both of us so mm. i'm okay with the joker being in there but he has to be saved for the end of the series keep him locked away at arkham just plotting and planning until he meets harley and quinzel in arkham you know what i'm saying keep him locked away keep him in the back burner for for nobody else to see him except for a couple cameos until it's time to drop him at the end of the series. But what what what'd you feel about that? Should he be in there or not? Um, I don't think that I didn't like how much Joker, how much screen time he had in the movie. Personally, uh, I think hinting or even just like showing like maybe ten seconds would have been would have been just as effective. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I I still feel like I need to watch the movie once or twice more. But I think that I think that this Joker will be interesting for sure. And yeah, I think I don't I don't I'm not I don't hate him in the in the franchise, but I just don't want him to be used like other people have used the, the character to try to yeah. like scapegoat just, their way yeah, into having up. an interesting yeah. Yeah, try and boost up the story because we got Joker's name on it after a Heath Ledger performance yeah. or whatnot. I feel you. I feel you. I, I don't think it will be this though. I feel like this is a lot more meticulous. Then, 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 then we think. Now, I feel like this inclusion probably could have been dampened a little bit. Like, okay, we could have made it a little bit more subtle. But I'm not mad at this approach either. I'm honestly not mad at this approach either because, like, again, if you want to make an intimate, you know, like gripping start to the Gotham and Batman, you know what I'm saying? Like, and and seeing, okay, okay, it's a real like close type of shit. Like, stuff's just beginning, but it's real gritty right now. I'm not mad at the way they introduced it. Because you're like, okay, at some point we're gonna start expanding. Like you see, like the city's gonna start growing, and like the the conflict is just gonna get larger and larger and larger. And then when he comes out, that's when you know some real shit's going down. So if they keep it in that format of okay, he's locked up, he's in a corner, he's hidden away, but his presence is still felt in terms of interactions of Batman going to see him, and you know his influence on the city, and like the crazy motherfuckers just doing like wild stuff, beating up random people. You know what I'm saying? Because of that, I feel that 
we can make this work. We can make this balance. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't have to be another saturated Joker appearance uh, after Heath Ledger. Yeah, I, I feel you. I, I think it, it, we'll, we'll see. Because by the time we get a third Batman movie, it'll be a long time since, mm-hmm. uh, since that performance. So especially even since like the Joaquin Phoenix performance, like we will, we will have time to have, we have, we will have had a lot of time to separate all these, all these like impressions of the, of the character. Mm-hmm. I, I'm telling you, like it just, again, for now, I feel like the denial of this, this version of Joker is just because of, again, we got so many Jokers over the last couple of years. We got the Jared Leto twice, technically, uh, through, yeah. through Suicide Squad and uh Snyder Cut. Um, we got that we got of course we got a Joaquin Phoenix's Joker and then we got this one that's that's upcoming. So it's like, okay, there's too many Jokers in this type of span. So we gotta like yeah. kind of shut it down. We feel like we're, it's being overused. But yeah, you know, I feel like that's also gonna I, I feel like it might it might even boost the performance of this Joker because like you're under you're fighting an uphill battle. It's like, okay, there's too many Jokers, we don't even like y'all all rip. So they're gonna try and like again work in con be like, yo, we're gonna show you why this Joker's gonna be like insane in this in this saga. So it could work to the benefit of this of this version. It could work to the benefit. So uh, we're, we're going to have to see. But I mean, for me, for me, in my opinion, so far, so good. Yeah, for sure. All right. And with that, that's all the topics I have for me today, bro. I don't know if you got anything else on your docket, but yeah, had to get through that. For anybody that literally sat through that and hasn't seen Batman, um, y'all are crazy. Y'all are stiff and coke. Like <laughs> so. Any, anything else for today? Not that I can think of. Um, tomorrow I'm celebrating my three year. Um, I'll be starting at like 10 a.m. Uh, yeah, and then I guess be on the lookout for Saturday. We have a open panel with growth. So if you don't mm-hmm. follow Charles, follow Charles. But we'll be tweeting out about that. Yes, yes, um, yes, yes. And that's really about it for me. I, I can't think of anything. I might have a video out soon, but I don't know if it'll be today because of how it's, it's already seven o'clock. Bro, so fat. yeah, that's that's all I got. <laughs> Jay said you sniffing coke at Arby's. Oh my gosh! And King in the chat, he still hasn't seen it. King, what are you doing? King, bro, cut, cut, bro, bro, bro. Listen, little bro, listen, 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 listen. You just stop everything you're doing to watch that. All right, listen. I, I should I should have broke out of my lurk earlier while you were streaming and told you go watch. <laughs> listen, I'm go gonna watch it on now. stream. No, nobody giving me a break. Hey, listen, man. Listen, you gotta you gotta give him a break of a Kit Kat bar or something like that and distract him and get the fuck out of there and get to a theater, bro. I don't I don't know what you gotta do, bro. No, I hear you though. I hear you though. But ASAP, man, <laughs> for real. But yeah, um, yeah, my news or my updates are I got no other news for the week, but uh shout out to everybody that's coming through and watching all this stuff, man. We dropping YouTube videos uh every day this week. We have one every day so far this week. Got one more tomorrow. Again, the growth event uh is gonna be on Saturday at 4 p.m. Eastern time. We're gonna have a couple special guests on there. Uh, me and Charles gonna be streaming, so y'all make sure y'all check it here. Twitch.tv at that man trip. Um, let me see what else is there. What else is there? Uh, of course, you know you ain't gotta follow the follow the socials and stuff like that at No Cooldown Pod on Twitter. Just search No Cooldown on all social platforms. What was it? Stitcher, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcast. We on a couple a couple more platforms now. So yeah, make sure y'all y'all get in there. Y'all get in there. Jay Mario, we're not talking about it. Get away from me. <laughs> He's tight. Mm. I know what you're talking about, and get away from me. We're, talk- we're not talking about Mario. Leave it alone. <laughs> I know, I know. It's not, it's not coming. It's not coming, bro. But yeah, uh, that's all I got. A lot of content is coming, so make sure y'all tapped in with that. Listen, 
it is 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 Wen's three year tomorrow, man. It's stream it's stream anniversary, man. So you gotta make sure you tap in with Wen. So all social channels at Wen Easy, YouTube at Wotaku channel. You gotta check them there. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be lit. So uh yeah, honestly, with that being said, uh drink y'all waters, tell y'all people you love them. Uh again, to you uh consistent Elden Ring sufferers, hope you continue to suffer. Just had to put that one in there. Uh yeah, man. Fortnite. I'm gonna see y'all in Tilted Towers. Peace. <laughs>